You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. You can email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Built Bar. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get 20% off your next order. We're going to dive into an interesting avenue that baseball could go down and when we're even going to see baseball be played this year. We can start there, as that's kind of the briefest point. And Rob Manford came out yesterday and said that the season should expect to start on time. And play a full 162. Now there's some still you know questions in the air. I think that the most notable question is, will we see expanded postseason? We've gone through that time and time again on this show, as this is Lockdown Royals, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. Although in the off season, after the winter meetings, we tone it down to three days a week and then ramp back up as pitchers and catchers report. But it's still the only three day a week Royals podcast. Uh, you know, there's still some questions. Expanded postseason, I think, is the only one that really matters. I think that expanded postseason, and you know, if you want to talk about the rosters possibly still being 28 men, whatever. I mean, 28, 26, it doesn't make that much of a difference. Uh, but Whenever you look at this team in Kansas City and you look at the possibility of expanded postseason, that dramatically impacts the way you look at this season coming up. Because to me, if there's expanded postseason and this team does everything they should do, does everything expected of them, and I will continue to use uh, TwinsDaily.com as a a reference point of, of this because I think they do great work over there for the Twins and they're also a non-biased source that also follows AO Central, right? So like there's other national baseball, you know, blogs and podcasts and things like that, you know, talking baseball, things like that. But they're more so wide scoped and they're not paying attention to what Kansas City is doing. They're not paying attention to what they did last year. They're not paying attention to, you know, all the ins and outs of this offseason for Kansas City and some of the, you know, farm system aspects of it and all that good stuff. But Twins Daily, they do a really good job of covering the entire division. And obviously that correlates to Minnesota. Uh, so even as a entity at TwinsDaily.com that, that covers the, the Twins and needs to be on top of everything around the Central Division, even as that's the case, they can even see that Kansas City has made a step and have improved their team. And they've projected Kansas City to be a third-place team. So it's not just fluff that you're hearing from myself or Mike Matheny or whoever. It's not just this fluff piece of, well, we hope Kansas City is good, so let's just say that they're going to be good until they're ultimately bad. No, there's legitimate expectations now. And those expectations are not, you know, gaudy like it's not saying okay you have to make the postseason this year but the expectation level is to take a step in the right direction right take a take a step towards improving take a step towards getting to the postseason and that's a third place team 
And so I think it's very realistic to look at this team and say, look, they can make that leap to third place. You look what's happening around this division. The Twins have regressed a bit. I don't think you're topping them. The White Sox continue to go for it. I think that they're going to be a distant winner of this division. And then you have the Tigers, who you're going to be on par with, and the Cleveland Baseball Club has totally regressed. I think that the Tigers, the reason why I say you're on par with them, is to me, who wins third place, right? Who gets that third place spot is between the Royals and the Tigers, who can have their young players come up earlier and start stronger, right? Because it's not enough just to come up. You've got to perform when you come up. And so if Kansas City calls up Khalil Lee, who they love a lot, and he plays a hell of an outfield position, the same way that Edward Oliveira just went on a tear last year after the trade with the Padres, if they do those things and, and their young players come up along with Asa Lacey or Daniel Lynch or whomever, if they do those things, then you're going to see Kansas City perform very well in third place. If the Tigers call up a lot of their young guys, as they also have a plethora of young players and college players, which is important as you see them draft Spencer Torkelson, you know, college players can get called up a lot sooner than just a guy at high school. So you know, it, it depends whose farm system produces earlier in the sense of who's going to get this immediate gratification this season. And for me, let's just operate under the assumption that Kansas City takes that step into a third-place team. Well, if you expand the postseason, and if you do it the right way, which I don't think they did last year. I think last year they did it the totally wrong way. But last year, they were trying to protect their product, right? They were trying to protect uh, you know, the, from COVID outbreaks and from COVID possibly ruining the Yankee season you know, a team like the Yankees or Dodgers. So they made it to where, you know, the first two, you know, the, the first two teams in each division gets in. I think if you take a step back and rewrite the expanded postseason and make it to where, you know, you just go down the list. Just go down the list, add the two more teams. They do not have to be, you know, from the same division. They don't have to be from different divisions. You know, they, they don't have to be from any qualifications of second place. It's just if we have four AL East teams, so be it. If we have two AL East teams, so be it, and et cetera, et cetera. No division is protected, right? There's no such thing as division protections. If you do it the right way, then it becomes a lot more interesting. However, no matter how you do it, if you keep the same format you did last year or if you change it to the format I'm talking about where you just go down the list and don't worry about who's second and what division and, and, and so on and so forth, what it does is, and why I think expanded postseason is good on multitudes of fronts, but let's just talk about the game of baseball itself. What it does is, is it creates interest. And we're always talking about how the sport is dying. We're always talking about how the sport needs to grow more. And if you can guarantee me that Kansas City is two to five games, just in between that ballpark of two to five games from the postseason in August, I will guarantee you that fans are packing Kauffman Stadium. I'll guarantee you that fans are watching on uh, on TV at a high clip, which they already do as the team loses. Kansas City is routinely in the top sport markets of any sport, hockey, football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is. Even without a basketball team, even without a, without a hockey team, they are still within those top markets on those big events whenever you see the Nielsen ratings come out and things like that. I will guarantee you the fan interest in Kansas City will be at a, at a peak high, even as Mahomes is trotting back onto that field with a second Super Bowl ring. It'll be at a peak high if they're just within the two to five range. And that's the case for a lot of other markets as well, but you know we're focusing on Kansas City right now. And so the more you can keep these markets invested as the season goes on, the better your overall product will become. 
If Kansas City heads into the season with expanded postseason, feeling like they have a shot, similarly to last year. Now, last year, we're not sure what all played into ratings, what all played into interest, because we had been without sports for so long, and then all of a sudden, boom, it hits you right back. You know what I mean? So we're not sure. But last year, everyone in every fan base legitimately felt like they had a shot. It's a 60-game season. If you get hot at the right time, if you you only need a, a hot streak for 60 games, there's expanded postseason, so really you just need to get the second place in your division. All that stuff allowed every single fan base to be interested in this season. The Giants, which were pegged as the very worst team in baseball this time last year, were in the playoff mix in 2020 until the bitter end. The Giants were, who have not a lick of talent. That's what expanded postseason does for this team, and for this game, I should say. It creates that interest, and the Giants have a fantastic baseball fan base, and that rejuvenates a fan base. So expanded postseason to me is really good. Now, will we see it? Who knows? But what is also good is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. It has all of your betting needs over there at BetOnline.ag. Again, everything. It's the one place that have you covered, the one place that we trust. Now, sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus whenever you sign up for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Listen, they've got the NFL rocking and rolling right now. We're into the divisional round. The Chiefs are playing this week. It's exciting stuff. So get in on the action. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Go to BetOnline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. For me personally, I'm really enjoying betting on the NBA right now, which they have that as well. Uh, bet on the national championship game yesterday. They have that as well. You can bet on the Chiefs this week, which are about an eight-point favorite right now. So... Is that too high? Is that too low? They're playing the Browns, who are just on this miraculous run. Who knows? You can go place your bets at BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, 50% welcome bonus. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get 20% off your next order. And also, they have six brand new flavors. Caramel Brownie, Cooks and Cream, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. My personal favorite is the Banana Nut Bread option, but I also love the Cookies and Cream, a part of their new flavor lineup that you should try out today at Bilbo.com. Promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off your next order. They are incredible. Trust me. You can use them pre-workout, post-workout, post-workout or even as a meal replacement. They are just filling and good and delicious. They're a great for the conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The Bilt Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. So try them out today at Bilt.com, promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off your next order. And when this podcast is over, go check out Locked On Bets. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcast from. So we know when this season will start. We, we know that it'll start on time and play 162. That's the goal as of now. Uh, we'll let you know if anything changes. We don't know yet about the expanded postseason. We know that the DH is taken away universally, so we'll see where the where the postseason goes from here. Now, I want to talk about what the NFL did this weekend. They put the game on Nickelodeon, and you know it was interesting to see the reaction to it. It was interesting to see the amount of adults that are on Twitter just dragging 
the Nickelodeon broadcast. And my question would be, why did you as an adult sit down thinking that you would enjoy the Nickelodeon broadcast? I think that the Nickelodeon broadcast was incredible. From a media aspect, which I'm somebody who is almost just as interested in the ins and outs of the media business as I am the sports side of things. I just love sports journalism. From a media aspect, it did everything it could ever have dreamed of doing. Let's talk about it from a rating standpoint. I guarantee you the ratings for that awful Bears-Saints game were better in those three hours than if Nickelodeon puts on a SpongeBob replay. It was some SpongeBob reruns for three hours. I, I guarantee you it was better. And we live in a day and age where if, if you're a kid who wants to watch SpongeBob, you have a plethora of opportunities to watch SpongeBob. You have many avenues to go down and watch SpongeBob. And so it got ratings. And if it hooks young kids onto football, then more power to them. That benefits your national partner in CBS, who has a football game every single week. Maybe sometimes two. So if it, if it attaches one kid to football, it's great. They also use it as a great tool to teach the game of football, which can help grow the game. Because what if you're a kid whose parents is not interested in sports? Or you don't have parents at home to teach you about the sports. And, and to see young Sheldon pop up and whoever else explain the rules of sports to you is a good tool. And this is an avenue that baseball should absolutely try to get into. I mean... The sport needs to grow its game, and you can grow the game by getting young people involved, by putting your product out there. I mean, the NFL allows you to watch playoff games on multiple channels. I mean, the NBC game was on NBC and Peacock. The Fox game was on Fox and Amazon, and the CBS game was on CBS and Nickelodeon. Meanwhile, in baseball, if you're a cord cutter right now, you do not have Fox Sports. And if you don't have Fox Sports, you can't even buy MLB.TV, even if you live in Oklahoma, and watch the Royals. I mean, the blackout restrictions in the MLB are just the most insane across any sport platform. And so while other games are trying to expand and grow by doing these gimmicky things or unconventional things, baseball is literally cutting you off from your product. And so I want to spend time tomorrow talking about the ways in which baseball can incorporate this without bastardizing the product or without making it seem like a gimmick or without making it seem like a dog and pony show type thing. But, but how can they genuinely connect with the future fan base and the future audience that they desperately need? We'll talk about that tomorrow on Lockdown Rose. This is Lockdown Rose on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow on Lockdown Royals. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals.